We're letting the ponies out of the barn and kicking off another day of Sooner Sports Talk. It's time for the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. Hit the guys up on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Now, live from the Palace in Piedmont and the Brown O'Haver Studios in Norman, here are Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. There's the fridge. I saw him out here earlier, and he was just in a T-shirt. You know, he's getting that weight down. I've always noticed when a guy gets his weight down, he starts wearing a lot of T-shirts. You know, you know, when you have your weight up there, you wear a lot of coats and stuff over you. I think his weight's going down. Yeah, I do. I think that 7-2 is getting closer to the middle of his body now. They hand it off. Fake the handoff to McCaskill. Back to passes to Throws on the crossing pattern. It's caught at the 10. The 5. Touchdown! Houston! Jake Herslow caught it at the 5. Turned up field. And he's in the end zone. And the Cougars take the lead with 3 minutes and 27 seconds to play in the ball game. Smith looked left first. Got plenty of time. And oh, now wow. he's got to step out of it. Rolls to his left, throws to the back of the end zone. Sparkman up high for it. Touchdown, Red Raiders. Span Ford again in motion. Again, it's a handoff. Thomas lowers his shoulder. He is in. Touchdown, Minnesota Golden Gophers. And what I told the players is they are the program. Players throughout these decades, they are OU football. We've seen bowls, douse coaches, and mayonnaise, Cheez-Its, etc. I'm wondering what you would think about a tequila bath, specifically a rock and roll tequila bath. Uh, that'd be okay. <laughs> what, what's the administration going to do, fire me? <laughs> so, so uh, uh, I'll be sending Brian some when the game's over. <laughs> no idea who that man is. No idea. I would love to introduce him to uh, Bob Stoops, though. <laughs> Did you see him dancing yesterday? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. When you have no worries in life, this is what you look like. And he's got no worries anymore. It's just, he's just living, man. L-I-V-I-N, living. Hour two, live in San Antonio. Toby back with you. TJ back in studio. Uh, a 12-hour Alamo Bowl pregame show is underway here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Chris Plank is down here. He'll be with you 9 to noon today. Uh, I don't know what Parker Thune's doing. Do we really give him off the day of the Alamo Bowl? He's not working today? <laughs> he may be planning on uh, t- checking in. I don't know what they discussed. I just know like tomorrow he'll be traveling during their time so i know he's for sure out tomorrow i don't know what his plan is today they were discussing it but i, I think it's just All me right. and mike today 12 to noon okay uh teddy layman's down here we got network coverage for you six o'clock tonight teddy will be doing his show from over at the stadium uh this afternoon and then uh, six o'clock we'll start network pregame kickoff at eight twenty tonight next segment tj my final three predictions of the year. Three predictions for tonight's Alamo Bowl. What a year it has been once again for three predictions. Um, we'll see if we can wrap it up in style. TJ's gut in the 8 o'clock hour. Scene setter at the end of the show. Steely's uncle live 
735, bottom of this hour as well, is coming up. Did you hear Dana Holgerson yesterday, TJ? Uh, after the game, you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, not, he's not happy waiting in the hallway. <laughs> so we should say Texas Tech routes Mississippi State yesterday. Um, in a game absolutely nobody predicted, I don't think. Uh, Red Raiders looked awesome. Minnesota, late last night, if you went to bed, beat West Virginia 18-6. to The Mountaineer offense looked anemic. And Houston beat Auburn yesterday in the Birmingham Bowl, 17-13. Well, Dana Holgerson, head coach at Houston, I guess had to wait for Auburn to finish their press conference an excessively long amount of time, at least it was to Dana. <laughs> Losing team... Normally, the winning team goes first because, well, I think mostly because it's a reward, one, you get it over with faster, and two, sometimes if you lose the game, you don't feel like talking right away. You need like a cooling down period, you know? So that's kind of always been the way that that I think it's been done, basketball, football. But for whatever reason, Auburn went first yesterday, and Holgerson was caught out in the hallway waiting for about 20 minutes, according for him, according to him, for the Auburn press conference to end. <laughs> Just won the game. And when they asked him for his opening statement, this is what he said. All right. Coach, can you start with an opening statement, please? Yeah, I need to have separate press conferences during this. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we're, we're the – we won the game, and I'm just standing out there for 20 minutes. I don't quite understand that. I'd, I'd get that together. <laughs> <laughs> and he does this thing with his face where he kind of raises his eyes like, you idiots. Like, and it's going to become a meme, yeah. I'm sure, but uh, oh. it's excellent. The SEC's 0-4, TJ. What are we getting ourselves into here? Um... I don't know, and I watched a lot of that Mississippi State-Texas Tech game, and I love Mike, but my goodness, they looked unprepared, and they just looked terrible last night. They made Texas Tech, uh, especially defensively, look like they were juggernauts. So SEC has not performed well in bowl season so far. I had this conversation with Teddy in the middle of the season, and maybe I'll live to regret this, but it seems apropos right now. I, I said... I I do not – I'm admitting to a fault. When I watch a football game, either live or in person, I cannot differentiate – the because they always talk about the athletes. If you watch an SEC football game, you see they just got better athletes. You just look at them. You can tell the difference in the athletes that they have in the SEC. I say I cannot see that. I cannot watch – Auburn, South Carolina, Tennessee, LSU, whatever, and then watch a Big 12 game and see a difference in the athletes. I don't know what you're looking at. I really? don't know if you're looking at – well, obviously you can too. I, I don't know if you're looking at – are they how tall they are, how how wide they are. What's the difference? They all – I put down the sizes and weights of all these guys every week. They're all the same. There's no difference in the sizes and the weights, or are they, do they jump higher? Like, what are you seeing? Now, I'm not talking about Alabama. 
I'm not. I'm not even necessarily talking about Georgia. Uh, they've got five stars all over the place, but I don't see any difference in everybody other than that and the guys in the Big Twelve or the guys in the Big Ten or the guys in the. I, I think it's a myth. I think you guys are just are like, oh my God, look at the athletes they got down at Texas A and M. Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you see that looks different? Is it because CBS is broadcasting it? Is it the uniform <laughs> cut? The CBS cameras are different. Um, I don't and know. And I think yesterday, like, you see Texas Tech and Mississippi State on the field last night. I'm like, there's no difference. If anything, Tech, Tech slaughtered Mississippi slaughtered. State last they, night. They did. They, they destroyed you, them last night. you look at it and go, my God, look at the athletes on Mississippi State. There's no difference. I think it happens to me when I watch, say I watch two Big 12 teams play that aren't Oklahoma. And then I'll flip the channel to two SEC teams. It doesn't have to be Bama or, yeah. like you said, it'd just be you know Auburn and whoever. And Florida I'm like, and Kentucky. And I say to myself, holy cow, man. They are hitting. They are getting to the ball quicker. <laughs> right. There's just a different <laughs> breed there in the SEC. I yeah. don't know why I think that. And I'll flip right back to the Big 12 and be like, oh, man, this, the athletes just aren't as good. Well, slow, man. They're just, not, they're just not as good. <laughs> so I'm guilty well, of it. I don't know what it is I see, but I feel like I feel like they're stronger, faster, and hit harder. And it's a different game when I flip back and forth like that in the afternoon on a Saturday. Again, I'm not talking about Alabama, Georgia, right, Ohio yeah, yeah. State, or Clemson. I'm not talking about the four or five best teams of the country every year. Those guys look better because they are better. They're, 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 I'm talking about the just across-the-board reverence we give to the SEC where we say, you know, you turn, oh, my God, like you just said, look at the athletes these guys have. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about right now? Are you talking about, like, he's 6'2"? versus just means more, man. just means more there. Yeah, but can't you tell, man? I mean, look at that offensive line. No, I, I can't tell. What, Like, what do you – I mean, just look at him. All right, I'm looking at him. Like, what, are they more muscular? They'd push Oklahoma that- State all over the field. <laughs> they wouldn't be uh, – you put Kentucky out there with Iowa State, it would be a slaughterhouse because of the athletes they got. So I just don't, I don't I don't buy it. Now I might be wrong. I would present as evidence the SEC's bowl records the last few years, specifically zero and four this year, and say when what Bob Stoops said many years ago: when you get past the top. The rest of them are just like everybody else. Now, that I'll give you, and I completely agree with. And But, you know, the SEC, you've got one goal, and that's a national title. doesn't matter what program you are. And when you don't make it to the it playoff, yeah, it I doesn't matter. You. you don't even uh, game plan for those, they got, for those they uh, Liberty Bowl. The Liberty Bowl. You kidding me? <laughs> Mike Leach had dreams of a playoff. He's not getting ready for the Liberty Bowl. Come on. But, you know. Like, I mean, the last last night's game is a perfect example. Like, Texas Tech, we don't think anything about Texas Tech, right? We, we have no respect whatsoever. None. That's like Texas watching Tech. last night. I'm like, how are they winning this game? Football team, the program, Sonny Cumbie, we think he's a joke. Uh, the announcers, any, nothing about Texas Tech do we say, hey, there's nothing. Mississippi State, however, Mississippi State's got Mike Leach. They've got the SEC. They got play. They got a guy. Their quarterback's name is Will Rogers. For Pete's sake, how cool was that? It's Mrs. I mean, Tech just ran all over them. 
Mississippi State couldn't hardly get a first down in that game last night. No, average what, like almost 400 yards through the air a game this year, and they couldn't complete a pass. So, so I, I'm not here to make any point other than it, you're it's telling a funny Joe C. You're upset. You're going to the SEC. You love the Big 12. Just say it I'm to not, him. He's listening. I'm say not. Say it. I think my point is when we get in that conference, it's going to be hard to beat. Alabama and Georgia and whoever the elite teams are in the conference that year. But this whole, man, it's a gauntlet every week in the SEC. I think that's exaggerated. I don't think the rest of the league, you know, Arkansas, A&M, certainly Vandy, Tennessee, South Carolina, Florida now, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Auburn, who Auburn, Auburn got beat by Houston yesterday. Houston's an okay team, but, I mean, I don't think the rest of them are any better week in and week out than the Big 12 is week in and week out. It's the top. It's the elite that is different. This whole, it's a gauntlet every week in this league. Well, yeah, every well, coach says it's that not, in every league. Like every Big 12 well, coach says that. I mean, come on. Uh, in basketball they do, not in football. In football, Mike Gundy uh, always drops the, eh, it's, tough. it's tough in this league. You know, we got to be ready every week. Every coach does it. Come on. Every Pac-12 Come on, coach. Man. Come, on. Come on, man. Arizona State, uh, Herm Edwards is always saying it. Man, play in the Pac-12, you got to be ready every week. No, you don't. I'm because a we play about, you. I'm a little worried about this game tonight. Uh-oh. Man, I'm going to tell you why when we come Uh-oh. back. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Three predictions for the Alamo Bowl coming up next on the T-Row in the Morning Show. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. $8.99 listing fee. They discount the cost, but not the service. Terry and Jackie, wonderful people over there. They can help you sell your home, but do it for a lot less money, putting that money into your pocket. Give them a call, 405-361-3380, or you can visit them online, saxonrealtygroup.com. A couple of texts here. I'll let Toby get to three predictions. Andy has texted in from Broken Arrow. He wants to know what the name of that highway in Austin was and how much the tolls were. Him and his 17-year-old are on the way. Uh, 130, you get on it right before Round Rock. I don't know how much the tolls are. I apologize. I don't, I don't remember seeing that posted. Whatever it is, it's worth it. you got a pipe pass, it just it, it, you can use yeah, it. Yeah, it, it works there, too. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so you and your son have a uh, fun time down. Yeah, have a safe trip, and trust me, take the uh, loop around Austin. Last one here. I'll let you get to three predictions. Good morning, T-Row. If you have a great burger, or you have a great burger just a block off the Riverwalk ahead, it's Buns Handcrafted Burgers. He spells that Buns with a Z. It's on East Houston Street. If you look it up, the family and I will have you synced up for the game tonight. Go Sooners, Toby, and the Pentagon. So if you're needing food and uh, not a line, I guess is what he's saying, is Buns. Handcrafted hamburgers on Houston Street. 
Very nice of you. I will not be going there today, but I appreciate the recommendation. It's rude. I, I will only have the opportunity to eat out once in San Antonio, and that's lunch today. And I will have Mexican food. Uh, tonight we will be at the stadium. Tomorrow I'm leaving. So I will have enchiladas while I am in uh, San Antonio. Be careful Not a hamburger. walking around. I don't know if you've seen the gang that's together down there. Um, but you'll get trapped in a, uh, I think, an hour worth of selfies if they if they bump into you. So be careful. Hmm. What gang are you talking about? <laughs> I, I saw a photo where Harry James Taylor, Mister OU, and oh, Spidey Perez are all together, like tearing up the <laughs> river wall. They've got pictures with Bob, Brent, Toby Keith, you name it, man. They 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 are running San Antonio, the three of them together. So be careful. What do you want first, three predictions or why I'm concerned? I want to know why you're concerned. All right, here's why I'm concerned. I don't know what your gut's going to tell you yet, but yesterday it seemed to be feeling pretty good. I've heard from a lot of people that are feeling pretty good about this game. OU is a seven-point favorite, something like that. Every game OU has played this year has been close. Everyone, except for the ones that aren't. <laughs> Every week has gone right down to the wire, team. For the most part, yeah. No, you're right. They can't move the ball the last four games of the season. Caleb Williams can't read his own defense to save his life. They lost their top wide receiver target. I mean, at least as far as catches go. Their top tight end target. They're without their four best players on defense tonight. And you're telling me this is going to be a cakewalk? A cakewalk on the river thing. Maybe the most concerning thing, though, is this. Teddy and Tyler think it's going to be a blowout. Teddy and Tyler could not be more optimistic about OU tonight. And that has me highly concerned. They they are normally the most pessimistic guys on the radio about OU. That has everything and, to do with Lincoln Riley and Brent Venables and nothing to do with what this game is. Well, those okay. two guys aren't involved. But their their whole attitude change is solely based on Brent Venables. And Bob probably a little. Does that have anything to do with the game tonight? Brent and Lincoln? No, none. So why is a team that hasn't blown anybody out all year, that has had a hard time moving the ball the last month of the season, going to suddenly come alive tonight without several of their best players? Because even in the interim, they have an actual head coach now. Oh, and they only had like four practices for the game or whatever it was, four or five. It's all Bob needed. It's the Bob Stoops factor? It seems Playing to me. Playing for Bob is going to lead them to a blowout victory. And tonight. maybe I'm reading into this the way I do SEC uh, having better athletes. But I've seen more joy and more happiness uh -huh. and more um, togetherness in the last two weeks with the OU players than I had uh, the previous two or three seasons. Right. The, a question. Were you in Dallas this year? I think you were. I think you were OU, at the game. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty joyous. It was, was joyous. Yes, it was. 
Dude, I feel like we had a party on the field after the I'm game, not saying actually. there weren't happy moments. Right. But I think they got back on the bus afterwards so the joy... and saw him, and they were depressed again. <laughs> so Bob Stoops, I- I'm, I'm hoping you're right. Bob being on the sidelines combined with the joy and togetherness of the team is going to lead to a blowout win over Oregon tonight. I can't say much more because we haven't gone to, to my gut yet. So, But, mm. yeah, there, I, I'm factoring in Bob heavily into this. Oh, I think OU wins. Apparently not. I think there's a, no, no, no. I You're do. a I think massive a real... Oregon fan. We know what's going on here. Your heart's being tugged two directions. You I want happiness Oregon... for your little friend, Duck fan. And you're you're conflicted. Yeah. I do think OU wins the game. However, until proven otherwise, this is a team that has won games this year in dramatic fashion. Undecided into the fourth quarter, late game heroics. They have set an OU record this year for winning games decided by a touchdown or less. They've won six games this year by a touchdown or less. When OU wins... They win dramatically. So I don't think we're talking about a fourth-quarter laugher. I think it's a close game down to the end. Maybe Burkitsch wins it. Maybe the defense comes up with a big play to save the day. Maybe Caleb Williams makes a game-winning play at the end. I just don't see it being easy. I haven't seen this team do anything easy this year. And I don't know why tonight would be easy. And now I know... There are reports out there that Oregon doesn't have any players. I think that's been exaggerated. I do think they are down more guys than OU is down, but not a ton more. And I think that they're going to be able to field a team tonight, and it really hasn't been too close to being in question all along the way. I think that that's been a little bit exaggerated, Oregon's situation tonight. So... I mean, this is a team that went to, into Columbus and won. And I'm not trying to oversell Oregon to you. They got blown out twice by Utah. So maybe their spirits are demoralized and they don't want to be here. And OU's just going to, because of the excitement of Bob and the bigger crowd tonight, they're going to bury Oregon early and s- steal their desire. Maybe that'll happen. I'm just telling you what I've seen out of Oklahoma this year is they don't do that to teams. They play close games, TJ. They play to the level of their opponent, and they they take it right down to the wire. So I think they win tonight, but I think it's a close game. That has been the trend this year, so I I, I can't argue that. I hope that's it's exactly a blowout. What's gone on? But I would love a fourth quarter laugher with Bob grinning on the sidelines, and. All that stuff. That's what I would love to see. I just that seems a little unrealistic to me, based on what we've seen this year. Gosh, so what a turn of events, people! Toby has turned into Teddy and Tyler. Yeah, that's right. Oh my goodness! All of your negative your OU negativity, coverage, six to nine a.m. every day, bringing the morning time. show down. Who are <laughs> you? I all I'm saying is I think OU wins, but I think it's going to be tight. That's all. I'm not predicting a loss tonight. I am predicting what I've seen all year. 
which is all but once they have found a way to win the close games. And and honestly, if if they don't get a bad PI call, non-PI call in Stillwater, they might have won that one too. I had. They would have. So they've been really good at finding ways to win close games this year. So I think they're going to win. But based on what I've seen out of this team all season, I think it's going to be tight. All right, we'll take a break. We'll have to do three predictions later. We got Steely's uncle coming up next. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Hello, darling. Nice to see you. It's been a long time. You're just as lovely as you used to be. I'm excited about this. It's been a while since we've had the opportunity to visit with Steely's uncle. It is a game day. Alamo Bowl coming up tonight. I don't know if uh, uncle is in the Alamo City or not. Let's find out. We welcome Steely's uncle in live to the show now. Good morning, uncle. Well, good morning, uh, T-Row, TJ. Am I in the Alamo City? Does a bear defecate in the woods? Of course, I'm in the Alamo City. I am staying a very special connection that I have. I am staying in the basement area of the Alamo. Oh, really? Okay. On a cot. <laughs> yeah, over there by uh, where Pee Wee used to hang out. I'm I'm well aware. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling about tonight, Uncle? You excited to be Bob, uh, see Bob Stoops again on the sidelines? I feel great. I feel confident. I feel like this is going to be a great night for the Sooner Nation at the University of Oklahoma. After Mule Shoes backstabbing betrayal, his devious, dastardly deception, his wimpy, weasley exit from God's country to La La Land. This will all be put to bed tonight, baby, when Bobby Stoops gets his rock and roll tequila bath and OU dominates the Ducks. It'll be a no contest. Wow. I mean, that was some – TJ, that was uh, unbelievable alliteration right there that Uncle just dropped on us. That was beautifully done. Uh, how do you feel about San Antonio, Uncle? Have you spent much time down here at all? You like the Alamo City? Well, I will tell you about this. Now, the the old Alamo combatants remind me a little bit of uh, kind of like University of Texas football. I mean, you had Davy Crockett, Sam Bowie, Byron Houston all down there. They were heavily favored <laughs> and ended up getting their ass kicked. Now, if that's not Texas football, I don't know what is it. And, that was a joke, by the way. I don't want to hear yeah. many of you well, actually, guys. Actually, Uncle Santa Ana was favored. You know what? It is. The Alamo represents University of Texas football, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Byron Houston was uh, down here a part of that. I don't remember that. The big-time historical figure, yes. <laughs> Oregon uh, Pac-12 team, fancy uniforms, uh how do you feel? Uh, uh, we have a history with them back of the onside kick in 06. How do you feel about the Ducks, Uncle? 
I despise the Ducks, of course. Oregon better have their Ducks in a row, baby, because the Big Red is coming to the Alamo with vengeance on the mind. Revenge for Alan Patrick. Revenge for Bobby Stoops. And payback for Gordon, Mr. Magoo Reese. Now, in fact, this bowl game needs to be renamed, guys, to the Lens Crafters Gordon Reese Payback Classic. (laughs) I I like that idea a lot. They do that for us. I I think there's. I don't think Valero would have a problem with just us throwing the sponsorship to Lens Crafters. I think they'd be perfectly fine with that. Uh, well, uh, Kale Gundy calling the plays tonight. Uh, I guess Brent Venables will be there on the sidelines. Maybe you'll be down. This feels like we're getting the old band all back together again, Uncle. This, you know, we always waited for the Beatles reunion. We waited for the Zeppelin reunion. We've got the old band back together, and this is the greatest band in the history of college football with the ringleader, Bobby Stoops. And then you bring Brent Venables back in the fold. That's big time. And BB, BB stands for Boomer Vengeance, by the way, as well. And Kale Gundy is going to light them up like a Christmas tree. Big time. Brian Odom will call a heck of a game, and then he'll run off to the SC. What's your uh, prediction tonight, Uncle? Pain for the Ducks, no doubt about it. Uh, this is OU's night. Oregon deserves payback, no doubt about it. Let's see, 14 touchdowns, seven extra points. 91 for OU, three for Oregon. And uh, the Sooners dominate this game. Everybody has some rock and roll tequila afterwards. It's a party in the Alamo City for the Sooners, baby. 91 to three, TJ, uncle's uh, official Prediction I think tonight. That's possible. I think that's possible. The Sooners roll, and uh, and then I would imagine it will be a long night for Uncle on the Riverwalk afterwards. That would so. be a, by the way, 91 points would be a record for the Lens Crafters Gordon Reese Payback <laughs> Classic. That's right. That's exactly right. Uncle, it's always a treat. Behave yourself down here. Don't get in trouble before the game kicks off. We want you to be in, able to enjoy, enjoy it tonight. So we'll see you over at the Alamo Dome. I might drop by the booth, baby, and see uh, you and Teddy and and Drake and everybody and Stats. Uh, By the way, rest in peace, John Madden. We love you. Well said, Uncle. Enjoy the game. Boomer! Freaking sooner! Steely's Uncle. So, uh, TJ, uh, not surprising. Uncle predicting a blowout tonight, 91-3, to the official <laughs> prediction tonight. <laughs> Going to outscore the OU Uncle. basketball team tonight. By the way, I do have a little bit of scoop about the offensive coordinator tonight. Kale Gundy. Yeah? We'll be calling plays tonight using a Denny's menu. No folded nope. up white piece of paper. Right. The size of your palm, he will have a full-sized play sheet, laminated, yes. color-coded, full-sized play sheet tonight where you hide your face behind, you know, TJ? Probably with large uh, print because he's older. He can't read as well. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know about that, but uh, I've been told no no giant 
posters with silly faces in the corners or logos or anything like that. No folded up play sheet. It will be a full on Denny's menu oh, man. for That's Kale Gundy on the sidelines. Exciting news! I'm even more fired up now. Yeah, have we Are talked we to the officials uh, about moving this game time up? By the way, for us older people, hmm. I haven't talked to anybody. Kind of worried Maybe about Bob. The... <laughs> <laughs> I I I do have a nap slated today. I have I in my do. itinerary. I hope you do. But I just don't know if it's going to take. I mean, I, I don't know if I can sleep on a game day. I think it's just going to have to be a rest period, you know? You know how you you uh, when your kids are in preschool and kindergarten, you schedule in a, a little bit of a nap time with their blue and red yes, mats absolutely. where they get down right. on the floor? That's what my itinerary looks like today. I have a rest <laughs> period <laughs> after lunch. And before I head to the stadium, I've, I've scheduled myself a little rest period. <laughs> when you're miserable I, on Mexican food and need to lay down for yeah, a minute. yeah, That's right. I don't want to fade in the set. Because like I said, TJ, I think it's going to be a close game. And, you know, around midnight when it comes down to the decisive play, I don't want to butcher well, it because I fall asleep. Better for so, you if it is a close game for those reasons. That you're more engaged. Like, that thing's a blowout, and you're drifting at about 11.15. It's going to be a long 45 minutes till you can wrap things up and get to the post game. So. Yeah, well, and then it's an hour and a half post game. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be a long night, man. And then you're making me get up at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning and do another show. I'm not so, making you. You volunteered to do it. Oh, let's don't you're, change you the story. Are, uh, uh, now that we're on the radio. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. to. We've, we've always done a morning after the bowl game. Weary. Uh, we've played some late ones before. The, 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 Have we had one kick Auburn, off this late, The though? Sugar Bowls. No, I don't think so. I don't think but so. the Sugar the Sugar Bowls were late, and one of them, either the – I think it was the Auburn game, kept getting bumped back because the Rose Bowl went overtimes or something like that. Yeah. You remember? Mm-hmm. We ended up having like a three-hour pregame show for that one. So that one kicked late. <laughs> I remember doing both of the pregame shows in New Orleans the morning after, and it was hey. – uh, pretty groggy let's just hope we don't get to four o'clock and some news drops like it did on yep. ucla yesterday in the holiday bowl how four hours that? out how ridiculous about yeah let's hope for that i will say though this like stinks for nc state and it stinks for uh memphis is that right memphis was out in hawaii right before the the, the day before the hawaii bowl got canceled I think it was Memphis, wasn't it? Uh, I believe that's correct, yes. It stinks. However, if you are going to be at a bowl game that gets canceled, like San Diego and Hawaii are two pretty good places to be. True. But, boy, NC State, like, weren't they going for their first ever 10-win season or their first one in, like, 50, 60 years, no. something like that? It stinks. Yeah. I get, I, it stinks. I wish they could have played. I'm just saying – Coach says, you know what, we're not playing tonight. I'm sorry, that stinks, but how about a couple extra days at the beach, for the fellas, before we head back to North Carolina or before we head back to Memphis? Like, you could be at the Birmingham Bowl or what's the one at the Motor City Bowl or whatever. <laughs> right. 
Boise. No, location is great. You're right as far as that goes. I'm yeah. sure they had a lot of fun built up uh, with their events up leading up to the game. Uh, just thinks for them. Plus, bad news, guys. We don't get to play the Hawaii Bowl. Good news, we are in Hawaii. By the time we get to 8 o'clock tonight, uh, people are scrambling so much, changing uh, timelines and stuff. We may only have a two-minute incubation period, so we may just have to move the game back for, you know, five minutes or something and get everyone cleared. So, How about Carson Wentz and, like, like he might playoffs play are on the line, and now they may play, yeah, because of the timetables changing. That's what I'm De- saying. It depends on when he got tested. If he got tested yesterday, five days would be Saturday, and he could still play. If he's not sick, sick, you know, if he's still asymptomatic, but I don't know if he will. But yeah, that's crazy. All right, we'll take a break. Uncle says ninety-one to three. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland. The T-Row in the Morning Show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Always good when the dew comes out over the tinkle. I'll be here all week, people. Thank you. 46? Is that right? That's right. T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. You're thinking of selling your home, want to put the money in your pocket, call Terry, say, how are you going to make this happen? And he'll tell you about the $8.99 listing fee. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. He'll sell your home and then give you one of those big happy Gilmore checks. It says uh, several thousand dollars on it. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Toby, how's the radio broadcast view in the Alamo Dome? Good viewing angle. Uh, got uh, Get any cool Sooner Alamo swag handed to you. Looking forward to tonight. And Porter and the boys finally opening Big 12 play on Saturday. No free swag yet. We'll see when we get to the stadium tonight. Uh, view is one of the best we've ever had. We're at the 40-yard line. Not very high off the field at all. Booth is uh, a little bit tight, but we've had worse. Uh, it's a wonderful setup. It's a wonderful stadium, not too big, 60,000 seats, and the radio setup is fantastic. So it's a great deal all around down here. Um, I don't want to play in the Alamo Bowl every year, don't get me wrong, but if you got to be in a game that isn't for the national championship, this is a good one. Riverwalk's cool. You can walk to the stadium down here. Uh, the stadium's great. The The city uh, embraces this game. It's drivable for Sooner fans. There's a lot to like about this game. Except for Spurs fans being in town. Well, uh, that's true. Yeah. Get off the river walk and go to the Alamo Cafe on I-10 or 281 for enchiladas. That's from Chad in San Antonio. All right. Thank you, Chad. I'm going to eat on the river walk. <laughs> uh, if Bob gets his Oregon revenge, does he get drenched in the Bob Stoops tequila? That's from Hype Man. Uh, yeah, he answered that question yesterday. He's all for it. <laughs> that would be tricky, wouldn't it? <laughs> we get to the fourth quarter of this game and we see some people smuggling booze down onto the sidelines. 
athletes emptying tequila bottles into Gatorade buckets. This could, that would be a little, that would be interesting for sure. Can I tell you a mistake I made yesterday? The Hulk posted that picture of Bob standing looking at the field. And when I first looked at it, I thought it was Mike standing on the field just looking. And then hmm. someone quote tweeted it, legend. And I'm like, that's a little strong for Mike Hauk. And then I looked and I'm like, oh, hey. oh, that's Bob. Hey. <laughs> I love Mike. He does a great job. But legend, I was like, that's a little strong. And then that I looked and I'm like, oh, wait. Reaction? I'm like, oh, wait, that's Bob. <laughs> uh, come on, man. I'm telling Hauk you did that. Uh, well, you can tell him. Like I said, he does a tremendous job. But I don't know if I'm putting him in the legend category or not. Wow. <laughs> I think he would agree with that. Uh, you spent the whole day yesterday, uh, this is you, as in you, spent okay. the whole day yesterday talking about how stupid we all are because OU has a top 10 offense and how stupid we are to think that the offense struggled. And huh? now here you are worried this morning because the offense is going to struggle again. Who's he talking to? What did you, I say yesterday? You! You said you people obviously don't know how good the offense has been. We're a top 10 offense. On and on and on you went yesterday. I did? Yes! Huh. This show? This show! Right. Now you're worried. You know they've struggled I all year to move the ball. <laughs> I wasn't worried until I listened. we listened to Teddy and Tyler's show on the way down yesterday, and they are just over the moon confident. And that's got me all discombobulated because I'm just not used to hearing that. And I'm like, geez, I mean, I hope they're right. It'd be great, but like, why? Why? Like, why all of a sudden, with with a lot of the best players out, and a team that was really struggling late in the season, especially on the offensive side of the ball, are they going to put it all together tonight and blow out? You know, a good Oregon team. Not a great Oregon team, but a good Oregon team. I think OU wins, but I think it's close. That's all I'm saying. Jeez, is this the top ten things I can complain about show? Give Toby a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because all year, all everybody did was complain about this team. Right? And now, like... We're like it's the opposite now. It's like, ah, oh, we're gonna blow them out. We're gonna run rampant. We're gonna, like, what? It's just been a wild year. I hope everyone's right. I hope they roll to a victory tonight, a big one. That would be great. Uh, this that one, is- this one is a uh, last one here. Is telling you, I think you got this suggested yesterday. The Mitieras or Tiaras mm-hmm, uh, in yeah. the market area. They say try that and eat the candy in the bakery. All right, very good. We'll see what we can do. Eight o'clock. I still got to get to three predictions. We've still got TJ's gut coming up. Uh, scene setter into the show. We'll be back.